Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Bloomer. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Today, we're back. We're talking new metal, as we always do. And we are talking about a band that has been requested to us. And we finally got around to it, as we do, in our time. Finger 11. Their album, The Grayest of Blue Skies. We're going to be talking all about these Canadian boys. But before we get to that, we've got a very special Who's Reuniting? Who's Who, Reuniting? Who is? Who's Reuniting? Huh? Who's Reuniting? Oh. Who, who is? Oh, I thought you were going to tell everybody. It's it's Hawkinson. It's, it's Sweet Mitchell's band. We talked about them on the podcast and... They got back together. As far as I can tell, they're not new metal. Okay. But our influence knows no bounds. That's right. I mean, we said the word. They're reuniting uh, June 14th and 15th. June 14th, they're playing in Flint. And June 15th, they're going to be right uh, in Hamtramck at the Ghost Light. So if you want to see Sweet Mitchell in person, he'll be there. What are the chances that Hawk and Son maybe don't go new metal, but maybe work in a little, some chainsing, a little Allison Chains uh, action with with Sweet Mitchell behind the wheel? That's always a possibility. Okay, so definitely check them out. Also, this one, a genius list correction. Ooh. Whoa! So we've been doing the genius list. We've been going over it. I was doing some research, going through some old episodes, checking some stuff. Found that. So we'll run through the genius list as we've been saying it over the last few episodes. Otep. Genius. Genius. Cornelius. Genius. Genius. Draymond. Genius. Genius. Burton C. Bell. Genius. Genius. Self-proclaimed genius. Correct. The Riff to Check Ya by From Zero. Genius. Genius. Yeah, pure catchy genius. Yep. Corey Taylor. Genius. Genius? Yep. Okay. Mad genius. Sure. Yep. Oh, mad genius. Okay. <laughs> mad genius. I know there's some of these you know. Uh, Fred Durst. Genius. genius. Genius and superior songwriter. All of System of a Down. This and is a long I, list. It is a long list. And it's about to get longer because this is one that we lost in there. Nightmare, the song Nightmare by Dry Kill Logic was called Genius by a commenter on songmeanings.com. We added it to the list, but somehow forgot to add it to the list. Oh, well, that's and on thus, us. an addendum has been made. And, of course, yes, Scooter was denied. Shifty and Epic also denied. And Daryl Palumbo denied as well. Don't worry. The history is intact. Very good. Very good. But let's talk about the most important thing. Who's tweeting? Who's tweeting? Who is? Uh, we did an episode about The Cure. <gasps> finally <laughs> reddit light <laughs> us up uh we're gonna start with the the gentle caress of <laughs> things that aren't reddit uh ronnie neely uh i forgot about this until just now made us a nice meme it's the danzig album cover but it says danzine <laughs> like lauren thought his name was <laughs> i'm sorry that's that's great thank Each you one of us has had to eat a misunderstanding on this show. Oh, and I'm hey, sure there man. will be many more to come. Many more to come. Yes. Oh, uh, <laughs> thank you, I, I deserve it. 
Thank you, Ronnie. Uh, Chad Worrell said, well, now I definitely know that the cure is not for me. Respect. Good to know either way. Daniel Hedger says, I really, I actually really liked the sound of this album and it got me thinking about the future slash alternate universe where Roach Coach just reviews whatever they damn feel like. Uh, What a dream. What a dream. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, David Shook said, this was a really fun episode and made me think if you guys ever get tired of talking about new metal, you could pretty easily talk about other genres and the show would still be just as great. Thank you, David. We Thank appreciate that. Much. Yeah. Jax Lawson says, really cool episode. I never thought slash think about how much produ- think much about producers beyond vaguely knowing that Rick Rubin has a big beard or something. <laughs> it was really cool to listen to y'all listen to The Cure through the lens of new metal. And I'm really curious now for the rest of this series. Well, now you know. And you have you known for so quite a while. For quite a while, yes. Uh, Austin Count says, "Hot take: I personally think Burn is one of the best songs on the Crow soundtrack, but I always do skip a minute or two because that intro drags." And last but not, le- not least, what's really the <laughs> worst Tommy Lee-related band to get fucked to? Motley Crue or Methods of Mayhem? Oh, easily Methods of Mayhem. Definitely. I don't want to get fucked to anything personally. (laughs) (laughs) But um, but definitely Methods of Mayhem. Do you want to get fucked to some Tommy Lee stuff? Oh, yeah. I'd love to get fucked to that. Thank you for asking. Uh, Could you put on Kickstart My Heart, my good man? Oh, my God. If I ever had sex with Dr. Feelgood, I'd just feel so bad. No, no, none of it. None of it. Uh, Thank you and no thank you, Austin. Now I have that image haunting me. Uh, Uh, Greg Alexander Neville says, my teens were spent listening to goth rock and new metal, but sadly this dropped too late for me to latch onto it the way I did earlier Cure material. Still though, great album, much more raw and aggressive than anything else they've done. Uh, Too bad we never had any other new metal goth team uh, rock team ups. In a parallel universe somewhere, there's a Josh Abraham produced Sisters of Mercy album that just crushes. That would be really fun. Over on Twitter, No Offense said, My high school friends and I had a weird relationship with this album and that we all liked it, but we made fun of each other for liking it. Only later in life did we realize that's just how being a Cure fan works. (laughs) Cardi D says, Or is it all about dancing? More dancing, roasting going on. I love it. I'm going to get roasted for that forever. Uh, Universal Zeal at K Frizzle said, Follow the Leader came out when I was in fifth grade and started my journey into new metal. If you grew up listening to bands like Rammstein, System of Downer, and Motograder, check out Roach Coach. Blast from the past. Love hearing them gush over or destroy my adolescence. Thank you, K Frizzle. Appreciate it. Thank you. Over on Instagram, C Dowd and Five says, I'm so conflicted right now. I don't know whether to paint my nails black or throw a powdered plant at myself. C Dowding came back and said, Okay, I've got my eyeliner on. Check. Fishnet stockings as arm sleeves. Check. Black electrical tape applied to the nips. All three of them. Check. <laughs> Am I ready for this wild detour? No. No one is ready for this. But I'm here and I'm not going to stop rolling. But I wasn't ready for the sex playlist in Tool Time, but nobody wants sex at 12-4 time. Hashtag <laughs> speak your truth. That's fair. That, that is, is fair. Super fair. That is fair. Uh, Scribble 
came in said much respect to all three of you i love the podcast and will always be a fan but looking at this episode and other non-new metal albums ross produced i'ma have to skip this month lol the cure on a new metal podcast sweaty smile emoji fair enough but then like a white knight jenny (laughs) on a valkyrie swooping in who is this man that would be Mitch Sosha. Sweet Mitchell came in and to scribble said, oh no, whatever will they do? And he was like, who the fuck? I was like, that's okay if he didn't want to listen. Mitch was like, you do this for free. You're gone all the time doing this podcast for free. Ah! I was like, hey. That's it's okay. Scribble's cool and it's cool. I was like, he's totally cool. (laughs) It's fine. Everything's cool. A conversation I never expected to have with my fiance was addressing a a comment from the internet and defending the commenter. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the world. That's what you brought us to, Scribble. Mm hmm. And uh, Trevor Danger said, uh, it's like you three are actively avoiding the concept of this podcast anymore. (laughs) Mm -hmm. There's still quite a few first wave new metal bands you haven't covered. Nullset, Coal Pits, no one, I'm going to say for the record, no one has ever recommended Coal Pits. I've never (laughs) heard of that one. But instead we get Static X's third release, Rammstein's second, and now a whole month of the Angels' other work. Like Scribble, I'm an official, I'm a roach rider for life, but I'll be skipping some episodes until you all are back on track. <laughs> Much love and respect to you all. Now, funny thing about that Rammstein episode, it's quickly becoming our most listened to episode. Easily. Easily. The people Walking love Rammstein. away with it. It's nuts. It is just creeping up our numbers. Every day I can see and it's just it's people are like, love Rammstein. Yep. And they got this new album coming out. Till's back, Flake's back, and yeah, people people been hankering for it. All right, so that was some light jabs. Now, we go to Reddit. <laughs> uh, on Reddit, J-Mode says, skip 15... 15- First of all, Lauren posted this in a cure I subreddit. So. I did, I did. <laughs> so we did. invited this pain. Yeah, we mm-hmm. walked right into the Coliseum. <laughs> And we're like, well, we, face me. We we turned the lights on in City Club, our local goth industrial club. And we're like, hey, guys, what do you think of this? Yeah, it was, as Brene Brown says, we stepped into the arena. Uh, mm. All right. So Joy Mode says, skip 15 minutes in to avoid new metal jabber. Punchmaster General says, excuse me, I came for the new metal jabber. <laughs> Joy Mode said, LOL. LOL with a period, which really lets you know how much laughing he was doing. Lol. Idios Mio 6 said, I wasn't sure if this was a parody for the first 15 minutes or so. Even though I really dislike Russ Robinson and New Metal, the hosts certainly know their subject material. There we go. We got out Scott Clean on that one. Scott Clean? Yeah. Sure. Scott Clean on that one. (laughs) Bumhole Mm -hmm. clean as a whistle. Joy Mode wasn't done. No. <laughs> Joy Mode came back. Uh, and they said the hosts were snarky and dismissive, constantly acting like it was some kind of a chore to listen to this album because it's not new metal. 
these people literally host a podcast about some of the most ridiculous white trash music on the planet. And yet, here they are, making fun of Robert's vocals and songwriting style. And being like, oh, but we actually, gasp, liked it. So we can say whatever we want because we're saying we like it. Stop saying crap like, oh, they're aware or unaware of our time or whatever phrase they used (laughs) over and over. Like it's some huge pain in the ass to listen to an album that's more than 42 minutes long. Go back to your boring ass white trash three minute (laughs) recordings of grunts and groans. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I guess done. We did. (laughs) And, uh, And then Waffle Bro responded to that and said, hey. I'm the only one allowed to be obnoxious and annoyed at their snarky and dismissiveness. <laughs> Thanks, Waffle Bro. Yeah. Thanks, Waffle Bro. Yeah. So Reddit got mad. Mm-hmm. We were called white trash. But white, but white trash gets over it. Hey. Hey, man. <laughs> that was your juggalo name. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I I don't mind. Whatever. No sweat off my balls, man. Hey, man. Living my dreams. <laughs> Yeah. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Also, I just want to say for the record that if you listen to as much new metal as we do, it can be a huge pain in the ass to listen to an album that's more than 42 minutes long. Yeah, and if you think the songs are three minutes, Joy Mode, I got fucking news for you, bud. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, so that's it for who's tweeting. Keep on tweeting, saying hello to us, um, being kind on Reddit. We're all around. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. The album of the week, The Grayest of Blue Skies by Finger Eleven. Jenny, when did this album come out? This album came out on July 25th, 2000. Wow. That's nice. Mm-hmm. That's the thick of it, baby. That's the thick of it. Thick of Jenny, it. history with Finger Eleven. Um, I remember this album cover because it's in my opinion, pretty dumb. Um, But I didn't think that I had really, like I knew I'd probably heard a Finger Eleven song because it seemed like it was most popular during the time that I was in high school and listening to the radio to an extent still. Um, But when I listened to it, I was like, oh yeah. Like I knew a lot of these songs a lot more than I thought. Um, So I have like a passive history with Finger Eleven. but that's that's really all how about you lauren yeah same i thought i'd know one song on this album i knew like four these these guys were played like crazy on a local detroit windsor radio uh i mean not just not just singles but like deep cuts they were just like can't get enough finger 11 put them up put them up and i know i saw this album cover I know looking these guys up, some of their other albums, I know I saw them. It's that thing where you remember seeing a CD on the floor of somebody's backseat of their car when you, I just remember that from that era. Yeah. Also, it took listening to this album three times for me to look at their album, look at their band name and go, oh. I don't get get it it. still. Well, because normally you have 10 fingers, they're finger 11. Oh, so yep, it's, like, there it is. it's like one louder. Yeah, I think so, maybe. Okay. Or just that extra finger. Okay. Matt Nas, history with Finger 11. Guys, <laughs> coming off of the Reddit hotness, I have to own my 2000 hotness. 
towards not liking Finger Eleven. <laughs> um, this was one of those bands that was easily pointed to because it was always in the used bin for my, at the time, disdain for new metal. But I know I've heard a bunch of these songs, so I don't know where I'm going to land on it today. But longtime listeners of the show will know that I didn't, I didn't grow up liking new metal. I just learned to love it through the eyes and ears of this podcast. Jenny, who's in Finger Eleven? We've got Scott Anderson on vocals, James Black on guitar and vocals, Rick Jacket on guitar, Sean Anderson on bass, and Rich Bedeau on drums, or Beto. Sorry, Rich, let me know. Let me know if I got that right. Can Let I us ask know, a Rich. really dumb question before we begin? Yeah. Yeah. Could Finger Eleven be your dick? Oh, mm. no. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't put it past them because this band, their original name oh, was... <laughs> this is this is an all-timer. This is an all-timer. Forget Snake Nation. I this still is love the one. Snake Nation, but... I mean, I always love it, but... They were originally called Rainbow Butt Monkeys. There it is. So, also, I should mention they're Canadian. There's something about being called rainbow butt monkeys that just sort of... Uniquely Canadian? Yeah. I don't know why. I don't really have a reason to think that, but I do. And, should be mentioned, they formed in 1990. Still going. Holy shit. They played a show as the Rainbow Butt Monkeys. (laughs) On June 9th of 2018, so like a year ago. Uh, but I just, I felt like I should share that with all of you as we wade into this uh, this album. It's funny, the uh, the Canadian-ness, it, it really comes through in different ways. One is, so we've done, a hun- like, I don't know, hundreds of bands. This is 152. Or, this is 152. I mean, we've had some repeats, but we've done a lot of bands in the show. And when you go to their Wikipedia when you go to a picture of the band, generally it shows them performing. And if the caption will say something like Slipknot at Ozfest 2000, Corn performing at Hellfest, Limp Biscuit, you know, at Louder Than Life, you know. The picture of Finger Eleven, it says Finger Eleven performing at the Hamilton Festival of Friends. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> So so yeah, that's that's the difference. That's the Canadian difference, you know. Over here, it's you know you you're going to Hellfest, you going to Notfest, but in Canada, let's go to the Festival of Friends. You, are you are you going to the Festival of Friends? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll see you there. Uh, so sorry if I if I don't see you, I will be with some other friends. I'll be there about five. Oh, I have to go pick five? up my affordable prescription medication. Oh yes. <laughs> That's my social commentary uh, right there. Guys, there I'm getting is. political today. Oh, All of man. our Canadian friends are just like, whoa, they sound just like us. <laughs> They're nailing it. Maybe we're not so different. <laughs> I, lo- I Produ- watched John Vision and Ready or Not growing up. <laughs> we live close enough. We do. I'm a, I'm a Degrassi head. Long time. <laughs> uh, producer on this album, Jenny, who we got? Oh, we've got Arnold Lanny. Who is Arnold? Arnold, Canadian record producer, former member of the bands Frozen Ghost and Sheriff. He was nominated in 2000 
for producer of the year at the Juno Awards, I guess for this. He has produced, along with Finger Eleven, Simple Plan, the first four Our Lady Peace albums, which includes Diamond Certified Clumsy, Thousand Foot Crutch, Echo Jet, The Waking Eyes. And he's also produced American groups, The Guffs, sure, and King's X. There we go. There you have it. Genre tags. Jenny, what we got on these genre tags? One that I hate to see, post-grunge. Rut row. Mm. Alternative metal, and lastly, new metal. So I have the physical copy of the CD here. This was a big thrift. Pick this up at half price books for a sweet $2. Nice. Uh, Jenny, you were describing these uh, this album art as really dumb. Yeah. That's the kind of specific and great commentary you come to this podcast for. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of the um, Incesticide cover, the Cobain type of artwork that he did that I also was like not a fan of. It's uh for those of you who aren't looking at it, <laughs> which how could you be? It's a marionette. Moment, it's a broken marionette. Whoa. Looks like the puppeteer got sloppy and dropped it. Um perhaps it's an unfinished marionette. It's very spooky. Um inside we see a smaller marionette trying to operate a larger marionette it looks like yeah or, that... or he he's trying to climb it but then he's in, and he's in the hand of the marionette as if he is become his own man maybe but aren't we all our own puppets right well he's the puppet of a puppet a lot of puppeteering going on here uh, this art reminds me of when you were in elementary school and there were, like, you'd look at picture books and there'd be the ones that were drawn in, like, a cartoony style. And then there'd be the arty picture book that you were like, ah, oh, that one looks like it's going to be kind of boring or sad. And yeah. that's what this reminds me of. Yeah. You go inside. It looks like this marionette is also, like, he's got his little puppet strings and he's walking over the larger man marionette gets to the other side stands in his hand and then on the cd cover it's the the top of the marionette the whatever you call it the little control thing <laughs> i'm not a puppeteer <laughs> and then we've got they look pretty new metal in this picture i have to say they do so there's a little flyer inside for finger11.com updated daily with latest news, tour info, photos, and videos. Plus, visit every week for your chance to win autograph guitars, lithographs, and more. Every week, a new autograph guitar. These guys just pitching guitars at fans. Why not? Uh, this picture of the band, they do look suitably new metal. We've got, what do we got here, Jenny? we got spiky hair. Got a lot of spiky hair. We've got one bald guy. They all look menacing. One of them kind of just looks like... Our friend, uh, Jen Hansen's husband, Ted. Ooh, this, you're right. This guy looks mm-hmm. like Ted. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't think it is him. Uh, but yeah, we've got some braids. We've got some spikes. We've got a soul patch. Suitably new metal. Their outfits are very sleek, though. There's not a lot of dangly items. They look very, um, they look a little Matrix. I'm going to say like Orgy a little bit here. Mm-hmm. 
I can see mm-hmm. that. Give me yeah. that. Give me that. Give me that. And uh, yeah, so that's the liner notes. That's the album art. Uh, I think we're ready to dive in, you guys. Yeah, let's listen to this. Let's do it. All right. Our first song is called First Time. First song, first single. I don't know if this is the first single. This is the summer after my senior year of high school, waiting to go to college, and every radio station is playing Eminem and Finger Eleven. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it kind of felt like this song, you hear this song all the time. This was an 89X staple staple you took this thing out the whole thing crumbles yeah. this is <laughs> linchpin maybe an 89x linchpin yeah yeah who bought in who bought in a finger 11 stock more than those guys this, i never CD, yeah no, go ahead no i mean you're right and i think it's partially because of our proximity to canada too oh yeah mm-hmm. let yeah. me tell you what you heard a lot of back to back on 89x the canadian alt rock station in our area this followed by our lady peace Man, I used to think Our Lady Peace was like one of the biggest bands. And then you find out, mm, not really. <laughs> they were so big around here that people just shortened it to Our Lady, which I found insane. I never heard I, that. I never heard that one. That <laughs> one's That's a new one to me. That's a new one. If I, I don't know. I've never met anyone in that much of a hurry. <laughs> that <laughs> To drop <laughs> peace. OLP, I would take. Yeah, I think I've heard people say OLP before, um, which I also was like, what? And then they're like, OLP. Oh. And then I'm like, what? Our Lady Peace, bro. Oh, we got there. That Matt, album are you, that yeah, Clumsy yeah, I'm was sorry. on, I thought that was mm. like the most popular album of all time. Oh, my gosh. It was that Superman's Dead song. Yep. Was mm. played, I would say, played almost as much as this first time song. It Just all the time. All the time. And then we realize it's because they're a Canadian broadcast network, so they have to have a certain amount of Canadian music on the airwaves. Right. I mean, hey, that's how I found out about Sloan. And thus, I am forever, you know, thankful. This song I wrote in my notes, I wrote, there's the chug right away. I got my chug. So I was like, okay. It's got a strong chorus. 
I mean, I've heard this song on the radio a lot, so it wasn't like, I mean, this is honestly probably like the 500th time I've heard this song. This is the first time, though, that I listened to it intently and found out what the lyrics were. Um, <laughs> there's apparently someone mumbling lyrics behind the main lyrics. That was a new discovery I never noticed. Hmm. You know, it gets the job done. I like the grind. I like the chug on it. I mean, the vocals are very serviceable radio rock, so I wasn't mad at it. I watched the music video. There's a mud lady. Okay. I, I want to remind everybody, I'm still looking for more worms. Put worms in your video. That's what your videos need. More worms. Jenny, what would you think of this one? It's a perfectly serviceable pop song. I thought it definitely... It's I'm getting whiffs of butt, for sure. But... It was fine. I didn't find it to be new metal at all. There was a drop and that was fine, but I didn't get a new metal vibe from it. It just felt sort of alternative, but situation. It seems like something that you'd like listen to driving home from a football game when like your girl was kind of ignoring you or something, but that could just be because I was in like, I would think I was going into 11th grade or grade 11, uh, as um, <laughs> when this came out. So I don't know if I just associate it with that because it was on the radio. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's. It also seems like it might be in a show like Friday Night Lights or something. I don't know. I've only seen three episodes of Friday Night Lights, but this whole album just made me think of football games. <laughs> like sad I football see players. That. I could see this blasting out of a yeah, out of a football player's car after a after a rough loss. Yeah. You know? Or a bittersweet win. True. Uh, Maybe like they used to play for one school and then their parents got divorced, so they had to move across town and now they're oh, playing for the their rival formal team. rivals and like yeah. He had to like face he was the he was the QB at his old school, and then his friend got to become the QB when he left, and then he and his friend had to face off, and he, like, smoked his friend. It feels like the first, the time. first time. Afterward, he goes up and tries to shake the guy's hand, and he's like, Nah, bro. No, dude. It's like, oh, no. Even Ronnie's not for me anymore. Guess I really on my own. Why'd you have to cheat, Dad? Why'd you have to cheat? <laughs> Feels like the first, the first time. time. Yeah, cool. Uh, if anybody wants to write that, go for <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, you got you got a really good outline from Jenny right there. It's a real song spec script you laid out. <laughs> yeah, I, the thing about the show is I'm turning it into a place for me to hatch writing ideas. Yeah, <laughs> just workshopping uh, some stuff. Songmeanings.com. We got somebody in here named Sick and Twisted. We're gonna be seeing them a lot. They hang out a lot in this uh, in this album's messages. They said about this song, this is one of my favorite songs of all time and the greatest Canadian song ever, except maybe Clumsy by Our Lady Peace. There, there it know. is. Yeah, It's about being caught up in life and falling behind so much that you don't feel like living anymore. The chorus means that it feels like the first time this happened, so this person keeps feeling like this all the time. Mm, that's too bad. So, the greatest Canadian song of all time. No. Yeah. No. I no, disagree. Matt? I disagree. I, 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 I disagree, too. I disagree, too. 
Ever heard the of greatest... a little band called Rush? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking psycho! <laughs> Uh, Jenny, what what's the best Rush song? Oh, that's a really tough question, and not one that we have time for me to truly. Okay, get fair into, enough. But I, I fair will enough, say that. Uh, well, I don't know. I'm gonna have to return to this. I my okay. favorite Rush album is Hemispheres. Okay. Ooh, hello. I know. Mm. I know. An outsider choice. I think mm. maybe my favorite Rush song is Circumstances. I don't know if that means that it's the best Rush song, but it is my favorite. And I saw them play it once live, and I cried because I wasn't expecting it because they don't normally play it. Mm. Anyway, that's just mm. a little something about me. That is a little something about you. I do not have it in front of me, but I recall there was a, a uh, survey done a few years ago where they did ask a bunch of Canadian people, I don't know if it was just normal citizens or critics or whatever, to rank the greatest Canadian songs of all time. And the first time they did it, Harvest by Neil Young was voted the best song. Mm. Then they did it again and a Sloan song won, but I don't remember off the top of my head which one it was, but I know it was off of Twice Removed and I want to say it was Coax Me, mm-hmm. which is a very good Sloan song. Yes. So, um, yeah. My favorite Sloan album is Between the Bridges. Anyway. Up next. <laughs> up, next. up next. We've got Drag You Down. straight lifting a corn riff and singing style i'm gonna be honest this is one of the best corn rips we've ever heard it's a pretty good corn rip yeah it's a pretty good corn rip um the drum sound on this guys arnold really did it on this one doing it these drums these drums sound great good job arnold yeah i wrote not bad at all for a corn rip and so I was I was pleasantly surprised by this one. I mean, these lyrics, it's biting, it's teething, it's biting, I'm bleeding. I enjoy that. Yeah. That's good. It, Jenny, what'd you very think? Very silly. The song made me laugh a lot. I was like, what are you doing right now? <laughs> <laughs> it's biting, it's teething. It really does have a feel of like a guy making fun of corn, but then finding out like, oh, that actually wasn't bad. <laughs> does have that thing where maybe like the there was like somebody told them hey you guys should do like a corn song like this and they're like oh, 
come on what and then he just sort of jokingly said these lyrics and Arnold was like get in the fucking booth I have perfect drums these lyrics are right get in there right now you know what I take it back he wouldn't say that he'd go can you get in the booth please (laughs) Jesus Christ (laughs) Scott do you want to retire yay yeah well it's about time you got in the booth and uh Saying these uh, corn lyrics, okay? It's biting, it's teething, it's fine. Just just go in there, bud, okay? Okay. Fine. Thanks. S- sorry it was such a such a doofus there. Scott, you're not a doofus, okay? We all have our days. Just get in there. Okay. Uh, something we did learn, Sick and Twisted came back. He did. Uh, she did. Whoever they are. Yeah, whoever they are, they came back. Uh, a couple things they had to say. Sweet-ass song by some sweet-ass good old Canadians. Canada kicks ass and then... The only song I can do on guitar, by the way, I'm a drummer. Kick ass. Kick ass. So if you need somebody to do this specific song on guitar or play drums, uh, reply to Sick and Twisted on songmeetings.com. I have hope that they still look at my website. I do too. Big, okay, this is a big comment, you guys. Big comment. Especially ties into something that just came up earlier. Finger 11 Freak said, this is the greatest song. It's awesome because you can just blast it while you're pissed off at the world. I love Finger Eleven. They're my favorite band. James Black, Scott Anderson, Rich Beto, Rick Jacket, and Sean Anderson are pure genius. Whoa. Whoa. All right. I'm not ready to make a right. ruling yet. I feel like we'll be the judge of that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're gonna we're gonna put them on the on the on the on the tentative list here. Yeah, we'll see, boys. Wait at the door. I don't see Finger. on the list yet. <laughs> They're behind the velvet rope. Yeah, the where everybody wants to be in our genius list. Uh-huh. I'll put I put I put finger eleven parentheses pending. All right. Well, <laughs> let's see if they can get there. Uh, up next, we got a song called "My Carousel." Spunk. This is an interesting one. Um, I feel like I have heard this song before. It wasn't a single, but I could swear either they played this on 89X or I dated somebody who loved this album. 
both are likely the same <sighs> amount of likelihood possible because I yes. felt like a lot of these songs were more familiar than they should have been to me. And I'm wondering if it was the dude that I dated who was super into like Linkin Park and Deftones and his mom like tried to get me to bone him. And he made me deviled eggs. As, as long-time listeners the Deep Cut will know, he had Kama Sutra posters on his wall and a poster of Dale Earnhardt laying on a card that said, Earn It. Um, could have been with him, could have been on Canadian radio. I don't know. This is an obnoxious thing to say, but I don't care anymore. Um, I don't think this is a good song, but I do think I like this song. And I don't know what genre it is, <laughs> but it's it's confusing, but I don't I don't hate it. Um, I wrote, I made some notes on this. Um, they aren't good notes. I just wrote oh. Friday Night Lights music. <laughs> I really want to, I really want this to be the soundtrack to Friday Night Lights. You're, you're working on your pilot script for your own, you know, football show. Um, you know, Thursday Night JV. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Um, freshman squad. Right. Freshman squad. tackle. <laughs> exactly mm-hmm. right. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I all I wrote in my notes, I said it's a moody boy and a creepy boy, but then it goes into a chug. Then it gets sort of incubus, has a strong chorus, sounds anthemic. It's well-crafted. I like the quiet, loud parts. And I actually think the circus imagery is kind of clever. Like, I think the whole, like, carousel working and all, like, it works. I feel like they he followed through on it. And uh, so, yeah, for this one... Yeah, I was like, honestly, three tracks in, I'm like, hmm, my opinion of what I thought Finger Eleven was going to be had started to shift a little bit because I was like, oh, I did a corn rip, but it's a good corn rip. And now we're doing this sort of sort of incubus thing, but I'm, I'm into it. Well, you know, I mean, child of the 80s and 90s, Quiet Loud, I was raised on that. Yeah, Quiet you know? Loud. So, yeah, Matt Nas, what'd you think of my carousel? Uh, you know, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it which I think is going to be a refrain of this album. It to say that it is background music is mm-hmm. an insult, but it also means that it doesn't get turned off. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's I was thinking it's it's like montage music. It's you're transitioning, you're like seeing somebody go from one place to another and have a mood. Like, I felt like the first time chorus is anthemic. Drag You Down was just a corn lift. And then My Carousel just kind of is a interesting song. But I'm I'm a little bit more in the buzz bin alternative than I am in the new metal world. Oh, oh yeah. de- I mean, yeah, it's definitely like this is not heavy enough and yeah because this i mean we're talking incubus but we're talking like incubus drive not right. incubus yeah um yeah uh so songmeanings.com g i jeff said on the site reporting for duty <laughs> oh yeah said on the site scott anderson said it's about staying ahead of the world basically lying to yourself like finding a happy place so nothing else matters at first i thought it was about drugs or something like that riding my carousel meaning doing drugs and they can <laughs> never tell meaning no one knows but him but hey this note came from the lead singer himself and said he wrote and since he wrote the bloody song i guess we should believe him eh 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 eh, eh? I, he wrote the song, so you might as well believe him, eh? Well, hey. 
I guess that's true. We should just believe him. I will say finger 11 is nothing if not trustworthy. All right. Mm -hmm. I'd let him babysit my hypothetical child. All right. Up next, we've got sick of it all. All the sins getting staler. Does every moment move past you? Does it feel like forever? And shouldn't you be laughing too? talk about it but let's talk about it and after i say that if i heard this song after a breakup mm-hmm. or after a bad night where i couldn't muster the courage to say what i meant to say or screwed it up somewhere along the lines this is a, a sweet nectar for the honeybee yeah if i may if i may this is the type of song you might listen to after you have to move across town because your parents split up (laughs) but your girlfriend stays in the other part of town and she's like it's cool that we go to different schools we can still work it out but you're the football for the rival you're the football quarterback now that gets put on the rival team and she's the cheerleader for the rival team now yeah and yeah and you see your friend like you're going to like look for her and they're under the bleachers Mm -hmm. and he's like got his hand on the small of her back yeah, and you see and it. You get but in you your don't Mustang, really, but you don't know that he was really just consoling her because she was crying about you. What do you think happened, Lauren? I'm just gathering ideas. I <laughs> mean, goes. here's the thing. I think Matt's right. She was just crying, and he was just comforting her. But you're 16 years old. You're full of a lot of hormones, and you make rash decisions. And maybe you send a text. Maybe you send a couple texts. And they, maybe regret. they're all Finger Eleven lyrics. Maybe. Maybe they are. You guys comment on songmeanings.com from commenter Suicide Eyes. <laughs> yep. Uh-oh. This is the only song I can actually sit down and cry to. All got, other songs. I got a yeah. playlist for you, Suicide Eyes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh I will I will be honest, you guys, this felt like a pretty huge butt dive. Um I mean, I feel like this is like a thin line between this and Creed. Um Oh yeah. I thought we were going to Nickelback Town and Creed Town and Yeah. I, I will I will say I don't think Nickelback I feel like Nickelback is like um 
this song feels very sincere and Nickelback slow songs from what I hear them they always feel like fake sincere like I feel bad for you but it's like a hover it's a hover hug as opposed to like a real hug the finger 11 would give you I guess that's what I'm saying is I don't think they're sincere over there in Nickelback right huh I think they'd rather be a rock star I think that's where they're yeah (laughs) they they really they really care air quotes once again all yeah. right, I didn't know that <laughs> Lauren has just questioned Chad Kroger's sincerity. Shots fired. Hasn't Shots Nickelback fired. been through enough? I'm just kidding. He can, he can handle it. Yeah, he's fine. All right, up next, we've got For the Ocean. <laughs> Go. This is a no bueno. it's about but i know what pop tarts 047 thinks it's about in mm. a two comment series for the ages pop tarts 047 says it's about pooping in the ocean hey this is my little gift for the ocean <laughs> punk rock princess replied rolls eyes Ugh. grow up the song is not about pooping in the ocean maybe it is maybe it isn't i will agree with one thing poop comes Mm. out of a butt and this song is a butt dive (laughs) Uh, i know where poop comes from (laughs) comes from a butt i did some investigation (laughs) i finally (laughs) figured out where that poop was coming from she had a pipe and a magnifying glass (laughs) when she came in here i really uh startled mitch a lot (laughs) but i had to figure it out oh man mama Uh, gotta know I, uh, you know, this one was interesting because we've got that chug to start, then it immediately wanders over to Incubus Land. But I don't know, it kind of worked for me, you know. But as you said, Jenny, sometimes I'm, uh, I'm in the, I'm in the market for a butt dive. So this one I was more inclined for because it felt more like a heavy Incubus. That's so, fair. Yeah. There's the thing about this album for me is like I'm kind of like with Matt about like not great, not terrible. It's completely inoffensive to me i always think of and this is very much a me statement i think about that radiohead quote that uh tom york had about creep that it just sounds like a fridge running (laughs) he kind of like made fun of like all the buzz bands of the early 90s having that 
kind of sound where it's just like it just eventually just becomes background noise. And unfortunately, I mean, they have some anthemic stuff that I pointed out earlier. I do think the last song, uh, Sick of It All, is emotional enough that I, if I were a, tw- a teen and I heard that, I would have been like, that's going on the fucking mixtape. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like it's this band isn't lost on me. But I think a lot of their songs will get lost in crowd noise yeah. at a football game. I think if you saw them at a, a reasonably sized venue, they'd be very good to see live. Because they're, they're a good band. Like, they sound oh, yeah. good. The The vocalist yeah. is good. Good. Everything's good. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's Go good. see them at the Festival of Friends. And Bring they have enough big you. moments in some of their songs to kind of carry the day for a live show. Yeah, I think so. If I was at a show, Finger Eleven comes out, they start playing first time. That's going to, I will move toward the stage. I will say what's going on over here. Yeah. All right. Let's keep going here. Up next, we got Broken Words. statement makes sense new metal never drops into a lift new metal drops into despair like new metal doesn't go to a chorus that's like ah. new metal drops into a chorus that's like ah. what about well, like alive yeah. i'm wow. sorry wow <laughs> Jenny just like spiked that ball right back at you, man. Let's see if I can dig. I no, I think it's the exception <laughs> that proves the rule. No, I think that might be the exception because I think you're right. And I know what you're saying. How about for the most part? <laughs> I just had an opinion about something and I no, got excited. Right. You are right, because alive <laughs> is a lift. Yeah. It, well, it but is... a lot, I've just been waiting. I've just been waiting for one of you to hey, say Matt, that. say something so I can slam the yeah. live in your face. Anything else you're proud of <laughs> <laughs> that I can just ruin? Not anymore. Usually Lauren gets that from me. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I dodged a bullet on that one. Yeah. Um, no, I think you're right. And I, I, I know what you're saying. Like this, I don't know. This song was so dramatic, so teeny. It just reminded me of writing bad poetry. Jenny, have you ever in any of your poems said, you know what's a good starting line? 
your sweet little hands? <laughs> Definitely not, because I don't want to be put on a list. <laughs> <laughs> that is, honestly, this song actually isn't very creepy. It it's ultimately feels like it could play in your still-to-be-written uh, are we calling it Thursday Night JV? I mean, sure. it, it, yeah, or, yeah. is that it? okay? First title, best title, whatever. Because uh, this could still sort of play. I mean, let's say the girlfriend, you know, she got those texts and now she is, you know, breaking off. She's going off on her own. Now she's walking away. And she's got little hands. Sweet little hands. Yeah, they're really so, tiny. Oh, they're super. They're like doll hands. She's got a problem. Yeah, she yeah. has to go to a special doctor. She has to have special <laughs> pencils and pens. Yeah. And she can't take typing class because this keyboard is too big. Yeah, she has yeah. hamster hands. Oh, man, it's <laughs> rough. It's weird. Uh, it's very weird. I have to say, though, over on songmeanings.com, got a great comment from Sugar Rush. It just says, I can't even explain it, ellipses. It's so ellipses amazing <laughs> ellipses i'm coming yeah ellipses. <laughs> wow. uh i uh i like this comment from uh i'm gonna say it's uh frick boy 33 or maybe it's freak boy 33 it's about a guy coming out of a relationship with someone he really cared for but he didn't qu- know quite how to express himself she took his lack of expression to mean that he didn't care at all and left him. Story of my life. There it is. Amazing song mm-hmm. by one of my all-time favorite bands. Oh, yeah, it's definitely Freak Boy 33. <laughs> frick Boy. <laughs> he does sound like he's saying Frick. Frick it all. Yes. Frick it all. Frickin'. Frickin'. Ugh. My grandma says friggin' all the time. Mm. Like, this, this friggin' dog eating his own poop. He's sick. Jenny, come in and stop doing kickflips outside. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, Grandma. <laughs> just can't stop skateboarding over here. Yep. Don't look outside, but just know. Just trust. I'm <laughs> oh, <laughs> sick man. as fuck out here. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, uh, I'm going to skateboard down the aisle. <laughs> Prove everybody wrong. <laughs> She's gonna be followed by two dogs on skateboards. Yeah, me and my two dog buds that I used to skateboard with. My uh, old boyfriend who lived in California and who wrote me letters <laughs> is gonna show up and try to stop the wedding. <laughs> That'll prove everybody wrong and me. I'll be like, oh my god, wait, that was real? Yeah, hold on, some sort of dimensional shift happening here. Was I not a complete and obnoxious and rampant liar when I was a child? Oh, Uh, boy. Man. Jenny, you you should walk down the aisle holding a skateboard, and when you get up, (laughs) say, I was just doing some kickflips in the parking lot. (laughs) If I ever have a kid, I'm just going to sustain a lie that like I'm skateboarding. Like I'll walk up with the skateboard. Like I'll just like do like a one foot scoot and be like, ah. I'm too old for this shit. Uh, back in my day, I used to rip this up. Oh, man. I I ollied over a house once. It was crazy. Everybody was like, you're so cool. And I was like, hey, it's not a big deal. And you know what? I don't want to make you feel bad, so I'm not going to do it again. Because I'm humble. Because <laughs> ever. <laughs> I made Tony Hawk feel bad, so I can't skateboard anymore. I made a anymore. blood oath with Tony Hawk. <laughs> yeah. 
That's right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Up next, we've got Suffocate. Oh, this is the butt. Oh. We're opening the butt up. Little, little guys getting on the diving board, and Butt dive. heard this song a trillion times this was like on the hour you know i i feel like maybe just 89x was getting calls from like finger 11 directly they're like hey i don't want to be a root but you should play suffocate yeah. again scream three soundtrack baby well oh there you go scream three we just played real slim shady so i think we're ready to play suffocate again suffocate again <laughs> exactly uh scream three the worst of the Scream series. Hmm. It goes one, two, really four, hot. three. Yeah. Yeah. Although I got to tell you four. I feel like if I watch four again, I might put it over two. Whoa. Four. Four is real good. The twist in four, the end of four is better than the end of two, which was rewritten because of leaks. So. Mm. Mm. Can't touch one, though. Uh, you know what I gotta say? I know it's a butt dive. I know you're spreading the cheeks, Matt. You're pointing in total butt dive. But man, this thing works. Strong chorus. The chorus chunky, works. Chunky bass. It's got a really great bridge in it too. These guys can write a hook. I get it. I get it. Maybe, maybe Finger Eleven is the dick. I don't know. I don't know. We don't know what it is. We, don't, we know. don't know where the 11th finger is. Mm. Because they yeah. wrote in the Wikipedia, because I was looking for it as well, that it's from a demo of one of their songs. And I looked at the lyrics of that song, but I don't know if it was the demo version. Finger 11 does not appear in those lyrics. So the mystery remains. But when I saw it on Urban Dictionary, <laughs> there uh. was a comment that said, no, it's not about dicks. Well, then maybe it's not. Don't know. We'll never know. Hmm. Unless someone tells us. If you know. If you know, let us know. Um, Blacklight on songmeanings.com said, This song sounds simply amazing and imparts a treasured message within its lyrics as well. (laughs) Pan for gold in these lyrics. (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, man. You know when you pack your family up in the caravan to go look for treasure in the lyrics of Suffocate? Will I ever see you again, Papa? Papa. Will you Will you return? 
with treasure from uh, suffocate? I may, boy. Hold, keep the lamplight trimmed and burning. Papa, I'm only five years old. Am, am I the man of the house now while you go off while I'm away, on your journey? You're, you're the Stark in Winterfell. <laughs> oh, dear. Jordan's Hope nobody. Coat. <laughs> I'm so cold. Oh, this seems it. irresponsible on my end. <laughs> no, well, Papa, go pen for gold in the things of heavenly. There's treasure in the lyrics of Suffocate. I'm really starting it. to rethink this as... Go, Papa. Go, Papa. Well, you're the man of the house, so make sure that... The house is still here when I return after panning for gold in these lyrics. We'll miss you, Papa. Bye, Papa. All right. Well, those kids are certainly going to die. <laughs> dead, uh, definitely. Dead. Those are, that's, yeah. Just well, how it works. Just how it goes. Uh, all right. Well, let's keep going. Up next, we've got a song. It's called Bones and Joints. Cloud my eyes and tell me what to see. I'm falling every way I turn the same disease. Oh, Lauren gave it the double thumbs down. What's that, buddy? No, thank you. Got some lighter. Yeah, I think we got it. I think we got it. (laughs) This was the third single from the album. So they went. They went. First time, Suffocate. No. First time, Drag You Down, which was the second song, the uh, the corn rip, and then Bones and Joints. So we had first time in July of 2000, Drag You Down in October of 2000, and then Bones and Joints in March of 2001. But then they had to have released Suffocate. Uh, 89X was just like, we need more. Dig, dig, get, there's there's gold in them there hills. Yeah. Get <laughs> My dad suffocate. died panning for gold. So. Yeah. Play the fucking song. I think that we probably just got a lot more Finger 11 than anybody else. Because hey, we got a lot more Finger 11, baby. Well, because it never charted in the U.S. either. Which is something that I can't even fathom, unless Wikipedia is wrong, which has happened. <laughs> Spawn soundtrack. Um, yeah, I know. God, <laughs> it's been fucking three years. Well, <laughs> It'll no, never go away. That's our never forget. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it it like peaked at seventeen on the Canadian albums chart. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't show any movement. Yeah, it says that their follow up self titled album. Went gold in the U.S. in 2003, but only peaked at 96. And actually, their highest charting album was their 2007 album, Them Versus You Versus Me, which uh, went gold, peaked at 31 in the U.S., number two in Canada. And that, of course, contains the famous song, Paralyzer. Oh, which went God. Double platinum. Fuck. In America. I forgot that was Finger Eleven. Mm-hmm. That song is so fucking bad. I hate song. that song. That's, that's a bad song. I don't know that song. Matt, play it. It's the play dumbest it. fucking song in the world. It's second to like it, Crazy Bitch. <laughs> isn't it like Proto Imagine Dragons? 
Am I right? Well, here or it is. Let's find like out together. It's like Franz Ferdinandi a little bit. Oh. Oh, oh yeah. Shit, I, know I remember this hearing song. this song. Yeah. I, I remember hating this song the first time I heard it because it was like, yeah, fake Franz Ferdinand. Take me out. I'm good forever. <laughs> All right. Wow. Wow. Something to consider walking down the aisle to. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> on a skateboard with two dogs. <laughs> on, a skateboard. on skateboards. <laughs> it's going to be a whole thing. English oh, dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of dogs. Uh, all right. Uh, wow. Let's just keep going. Yes, please. Uh, up next, we've got Famous. Wait. If everything's going great. Can you remember a day to tell? That's a quick question while this song is lamenting. Mm-hmm. Are they trying to broaden their audience? I think they're definitely casting a net. And it's a net meant to catch some broads. Oh, we're catching some broads. Are we, are we, is this broad talk? Oh, yeah. Oh, baby. It just got wetter in this room. The humidity went way up. <laughs> way up. Way up. Way up. Oh, man. Oh, listen to that chorus. Panties disintegrating. Oh, man. Completely They're not built still for this. Women hits bouncing inexplicably. Lipstick reapplied. <laughs> Lips licked. You know what Multiple I mean. Multiple lips. You know lips. what I mean. Uh, I know what you're talking about. It's wetter uh. than spring everywhere. You know what I mean. <laughs> oh man, I'm saying, put some plastic on your couches. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Dude, women gotta stand up when this song's playing. Yeah, their clits get activated. <laughs> oh, oh, this is our first clit activation. This is a clit activator. Oh, activate the clit. It's a circle clit for sure. Circle clit. You gotta oh, treat man. that clit right, baby. <laughs> oh man, you know what? I heard about a guy who went somewhere. Wall of clit. Wall of clit. <laughs> Holy wall of clit. shit! Oh man. Oh my god. Oh, we gotta move on. I don't <laughs> know. Uh, okay. Um. Let's just yeah. Let's just keep moving. <laughs> okay. Um. Up next, we have "Walk in My Shoes." It's a Depeche Mode cover. Oh God! Yeah, no, this song. Oh God is right. While this is uh, jangling in the background, how respectful of our time is this record? Mm. Great cue. Uh, this album comes in at forty-one minutes and ten seconds. Okay, it's so respectful. pretty damn respectful. Yeah. But before you come to any conclusion 
Yeah, I own songs of faith and devotion. I'm not embarrassed. Wow. Well, it's pretty new metal to have a cover. It's been a while since we've had a cover, I feel. This is true. We have not had a cover in a bit. I was in my car listening to this album, and this song came out, and I said out loud when I realized what it was, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) This is a bad cover. This is a cover. This is a cover nobody asked for. This is like a cover that is played in a very small town strip club, like off I seventy five, beyond like whatever like Golden Lions Den. It's called like um, Boots Sinclair's Booby Trap or something. This is a stoplight strip club, traffic light, traffic jam Mm -hmm. type. Mount Clemens. I I, yes. I just just Mount just, Clemens. This is fucking just yeah. This is yeah. This is the <laughs> song that they play when you enter Mount Clemens. Yeah, this is a real. I I feel like this is what plays on a CBS procedural, um, at the f- season finale cliffhanger as things go awry for our heroes. Like there's like, a heli- gonna- there's a lot of helicopter shots. Oh, a lot of helicopter shots. Perhaps someone's gone missing. Perhaps someone's been kidnapped. Perhaps money is missing. Perhaps money's been found. If all of those things don't happen, is it even a CBS show? All I know is that if you're on a CBS procedural, you're probably wearing the clothes you showed up wearing to the set. (laughs) No one is ever... It's all just like, yeah, sure. Like, yeah, cool, comfy warm-up shirt. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I really, this is honestly one of the worst covers, I think, that we've heard. Mm. Um, I really dislike this cover a lot. Um, not everyone agrees with me. Well, song at, least they, means, at least they did this song instead of Personal Jesus, but there's a lot better Depeche Mode songs to do. Yeah, the, Depeche Mode have so many albums and so many songs, and it's like Personal Jesus is one they go to. But also, you could just not. You could just not do it. It was 2000. It was the time. The time of having a cover. Second to last track, it adds up. Spoiler, I mean, one more track. But mm, Yeah. It checks out. Um, songmeanings.com, commenter sick and, tw- sick and Twisted, said, My cousin, screen name, Gahan underscore man (laughs) (laughs) loves Depeche Mode. I will admit DM can write some awesome lyrics, but when Finger Eleven did it with guitars instead of keyboards, it was a billion times better of a song. Wow. And that math checks out. That's some fucking new metal math right there. (laughs) That is some new metal math. (laughs) Oh, boy. All right, Martin Gore. I guess... Take note. Yep. <laughs> a billion times better. Just a billion times better, <laughs> yeah. you piece of garbage. Oh, my God. David, uh, da- David, wake up. David, wake up. It's me, Martin. Well, is it? I don't He's knees on British, but sure, for, the, David, for this David, bit. David, wake up. Well, is it? It's, it's, I've I, I stumbled across something on, on songmeanings.com. Oh, no. It, it, I've, I've learned that actually if... My songs are done by the band 
Goldfinger 11. They're a billion times better than if when we do them. Martin, that's impossible. I, I, the math, the math. I brought, I brought hello. Vince Clark. Vince Clark is here too. <laughs> it's me, Vince Clark. We haven't seen you in so many records, Vince Clark. Uh, yes, I've been, uh, I've been doing math and I'm afraid to say the math does check out. Oh no. <laughs> I'm afraid so, boys. Oh, oh, back it's to my like grabbing hands, <laughs> grab all they can. Oh boy! Oh, all boy. right, you guys, we got one song left. Yes. Want to listen to it? Let's do it. It's called "Stay and Drown." back to my youth and this guy's talking to my guts oh yeah i would have loved it this is the season finale of thursday night jv our hero our protagonist has gone back to his girlfriend with the tiny hands (laughs) the hamster hands hamster hamster hands and he is saying to her those text messages they were a mistake She's like, I was trying to respond, but I have hamster hands, and it's really hard. It's really hard. I have to push down so hard to get even one letter to text on my iPhone. And he says to her, would you take my hand in the deepest end? Would you stay and drown in me? And she turns and looks at him. Cut to black. See you in the fall. It's a cliffhanger. Oh, shit. You see his human-sized hand and then her hamster hand. And they're kind of like not touching, but like you can tell that a decision has to be made. Right. Mm -hmm. And then don't stop believing, please. Yeah. Mm. Um, I honestly, I wrote in my notes that I wouldn't be surprised if this was somebody's wedding vows. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Jenny, something to think about. Yeah. I mean I was Maybe. gonna I was mm. gonna write my own vows, but mm. I guess if fuck it, mm. like they did it already. <laughs> like, <laughs> Done. Save you the save you the trouble. What am I doing? Emblazon it, uh maybe have it carved into the bottom of your skateboard. Oh yeah. Good you point. ride your skateboard down, do it do a cool kick flip, you know, kick the board into your hand so you catch it. Super sick. Everyone's going to be like, ooh, what? it's that kind of wedding. 
and then you flip it over <laughs> and be like, I wrote my own vows, and then there deck. they are on my... D- oh, this is such a good idea. Yeah, I'm going to do it for sure. <laughs> I'm going to put a little... I'm going to put like some some little tiny, like those like eight ounce tomato paste cans. I'm going to put those in some like strings on the back of my skateboard. That's... It's going to say just sick. (laughs) At the end of your vows are like, I I promise to shred with you forever. Yeah. Yeah. Be like, may our relationship always be nar nar and never be Bobo. (laughs) (laughs) People are like, is that a phrase? And I was like, I think so. It is now. I heard someone say it years ago. Uh, All right. We did it. We We made it it to the end. Canon talk. Um, Jenny, why don't you start? Uh, okay. I don't think this goes in the canon. Uh, I think the closest we got to new metal is probably drag you down, and it was a corn rip. Um, I didn't mind this album. I think we've said it a bunch that it's just sort of like background music. Um, I think the band is like solid and can perform, but it seems like they're just sort of like, I think especially evidenced by Paralyzer. They're just like a band who's like, can we just like make some money doing something? And they all seem like they're proficient and sure, but there wasn't anything on this that made me um, think that it should go in the canon. Although it did bring us to Clit Activator, which is... (laughs) <laughs> really gross one of our best uh <laughs> best bits in a while yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah uh, how about you lauren what do you think um you know i thought this album was okay um i would like it more if they did more corn ripoffs and less butt dives and power ballads the depeche mode cover is very bad not in the canon matt Nas. yeah uh, it's not in the canon there are moments on this album where I feel like the live show would sweep my heart away. I'd be singing, screaming, putting my hands up. Yeah. But on record, uh, it's ultimately forgettable. I agree. Yeah. If it didn't have the Bones and Joints song and the Depeche Mode cover, I'd, I'd feel a lot better about it. Um, because those were the two like straight up like oh this is rough songs for me. Um, but I mean that that opening trio, I was like all right okay finger eleven. But yeah, just um not really yeah it's it, that post grunge alternative metal tag is is very true. Um, so yeah, so finger eleven not in the canon. But thank you so much for recommending it. If you have an album that you would like to recommend for the show that we'll do in 200 episodes or less, let us know online, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Listen to every episode of Roach Coach at roachcoach.com. Those old apps were real, coming in real hot, you know. Those old apps where we don't know what we're doing. We're just bouncing off the walls trying to figure out this crazy new metal world. Mm-hmm. Until next time. Jenny, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Matt. Matt. Thank, thank you. you.
Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. I had never thought we were hanging out, but the fall looks very far, staring at the ground.